we can do anything and we can do everything. We just can't do anything and everything all at the same time and come out with the results that that we deserve. Hi, we are Colleen and Colleen, and we have made it our mission to spread kindness and make everyone feel like they belong. So each week we will share real life stories, motivating insights, and helpful tips that will inspire you to live a kinder, happier life. We believe that together we can make the world a much better place. Are you in? I'm in. Let's do this. Welcome to the You Fit Here podcast. Hey guys. Oh my gosh, I missed you guys. I know. It feels like it's been so long, but really we were talking last week. <laughs> well, right. We talk every day, but this is this is the best part. Oh, I'm CS. And I'm CB. And this, this is the podcast. Here. Oh, yeah. yeah. You fit here. Welcome if you've never been here before. And hello again to our continual listeners. Oh, we, we love, love you. you. Thank you so much. Yes, we round of applause. <laughs> doing applause in a round circle. Remember that like dad teacher joke? I do. I do. Okay. Still, okay. still sticks the landing or no? <laughs> mm-hmm. Not so much. No. Uh, guys, okay. Well, I just feel like this year has, not even this year, this like four or five months has lasted approximately seven years and mm-hmm. it's just a lot. So let's kick it off with our good news because we like to do that. And then we're going to dive into oh, everyone taking a breath and lightening, lightening our minds and our energy. And our loads. Okay. What's good, CS? Okay. I'll tell you. It's weird. It's about TV. (laughs) So weird. But my husband and I finally took some sage advice from friends of ours. And I, for whatever reason, we just kept hearing them tell us to watch uh, American Housewife. Mm. It's an ABC show and it's on Hulu. And we finally decided to do it just so we could say we did it. And it's hilarious. I mean, it's really one of the funniest shows I've ever seen. And that's good because we need breaks. Our minds need breaks from the world and life. And that's my good news. Totally. I also heard that they're starting to film again, certain shows. They're just like quarantining all the people together before they film. So did you hear that the bachelorette is replaced? They were doing that Claire chick and they switched it to Tasha. Is that your good news? No, it's not. I just heard oh. it. Oh, one was well, that good or? But it it does it does give me hope that they are going to start filming shows again because I was like, what's going to happen <laughs> to right. my mental break? Right. Yeah, because you know reality TV is real time. You can't just yeah. I get it. <laughs> I I do. I understand. Um, okay. Well, so then, what is good for you? Oh, um, what is good? Good. I finally got the auger fixed on my juicer. But then sure enough, my first order with my celery, I like chopped into it and it was all nasty. However, I found this like juice bar place that delivers to my house and they have all this great stuff. I mean, I'm spending a darn near fortune on it instead of just the celery at the store, but it saved my butt a couple, a couple times now. Oh, that's great. I want one. A juice place. Um, do you know my sister actually just went to this doctor and blah, 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 blah. And he was like, do you drink celery juice? <gasps> and she's like, hold on. 
my sister drinks celery juice and he's like yep you need to drink celery juice also I was like can you put tequila in celery juice (laughs) it might be disgusting but sure (laughs) just thinking of like ways to salt it up no it's salty af I just can't I can't think you okay the first time we did it together we both hated it so I went from hating it to loving it okay you You know never say never you can too too okay all right never say never okay our good news this week we are just giving it to Steph our friend who was on the podcast last week she got such a good response from family and friends and strangers and really loved the episode and it made us so happy that the episode impacted so many people yeah and she's just a real pleasure to text with in general so it's really good news all around because we're learning a lot from each other and that's obviously the best thing about a friendship I know I was listening to a podcast this morning and it said something about expanding your perspective and I was like that's exactly what Steph was talking about if you don't have the luxury to expand your perspective and be with people or learn from people different than you, then you're just stuck. And I was just like, so grateful for Steph. So if you guys did not tune into last week's episode, make sure you do. It is titled, we all deserve to be seen. And it was mm, a real good one. It really was. Really, really was. I love Uh, that it's recorded and out there because it's something I will listen to again and again just for my my own good. I totally agree. So happy we're doing this. Totally agree. Uh, So we have been texting a lot lately that, and I'm sure everyone can agree, everything feels like heavy and stressful. Heavy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Overwhelming. You're wearing a weighted vest. And I've talked about this in the past about how you know, you get chest pains and then you're like, oh my God, I have coronavirus. No, you're just stressed out. Like, <laughs> well, at least you jumped straight to coronavirus and missed like heart attack or something. <laughs> well, I mean, I've gone there before, but. Oh, right. <laughs> well, run in my family a little bit. Yeah. Never take anything too non-seriously, but. Totally. Yeah. But everything feels so heavy and important because it is all really important. It's just like then- everything seems like it's happening at one time. Right. There's all the stuff going on in the world mixed with right now, all of the personal stuff that we're all dealing with at this time of year. And that is like, I've been feeling, and I don't really feel stressed very often. I've been feeling like what you just described, like heavyweight, even when I get some good news, which it it just is like, you can't breathe as easily. So I'm excited to talk about how to, yeah. Yeah. And sometimes it's your body is even holding stress. Even in your mind, you're like, oh, have I really been stressed? And then you're like, oh, my gosh, my teeth are like two inches shorter than they used to be from grinding my jaw so much. Oh, my God. (laughs) And my shoulders are are up in my ears. And I am twirling all of my hair out of my head because all these little ticks, your body compensates the stress with that I don't think we even realize. Like my nails, are they any... Yeah. Are they existent? (laughs) Nope. The answer is no. Yeah. So I think it's like doing a survey of yourself, like, holy crap, maybe I am handling and holding a lot of stress or carrying a lot of stress in my body. Even though maybe your mind luckily is like carefree right now, which is lovely for you. Congratulations. (laughs) 
Congratulations. But yeah, everything, Black Lives Matter, human trafficking, our planet Earth, COVID, like kids going back to school, politics, which are only going to get worse, (laughs) more stressful. How are we going to handle all this stuff and actually, you know, process, learn, and then make a difference without being a complete burnt out, overwhelmed waste of space? Wow. Yeah. It sounded really mean. Nobody's a waste of space, but you get what I mean. I do. You know, when it just all hits you like a ton of bricks and then you're no good to anyone because you are at, at capacity. Right. It's important to know when you are at capacity. That's probably like a whole other topic. But we, I think sometimes there's this misconception about us because we just talk an awful lot about how kindness is so great and why we should be kind and why we should grow and change and learn. But in the meantime, it all stems from us growing and changing and learning. And so sometimes when things are stressful for us, we feel like, it would be a disservice if we didn't explore those things and then kind of share, well, what did we learn about how we can help ourselves and then hopefully help you guys? I feel like that was the most serious thing I've ever said. <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> I just don't even know where it came from. But um, but really, we have, I think, come so far on the business side of things of handling this. So I feel like we're well-versed and at least figuring out what works best for us. And that's not to say it will work well for you, but we have some tips to help you out. I mean, seriously, coming from the person who was like in bed having panic attacks March 13th ish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now it's like, I'm not that stressed about kids going back to school. <laughs> like, I don't know what's happening, but what am I going to do? <laughs> There's pixie dust in the air, I think. I don't know why. Oh my gosh. But yeah, it seems like a decade away from how I used to feel at the beginning of all of this. So we've kind of been on this roller coaster ride of like anger and panic and stress and anxiety and calm. And (laughs) it's sometimes feeling so alone, even though it's probably the most connected we've all ever been because everybody's going through this big thing together, but then there's like uh, rainstorms and thunderstorms and hurricanes and tornadoes and all this other stuff just in the middle of this, like what we wear masks to church and dinner. And like, what is this world we're living in? It's crazy. It's so weird and crazy and it's stressful and that's fine. And, but you shouldn't have to always be stressed out. So this is yeah. advice. I'm 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 ready to like heed this. Did that did that make sense to heed this advice? Does that to... mean you're like taking it or giving? Yeah, it? I, I feel like I'm ready to take it. Consume. I know what it is, but I'm gonna like really let it soak in right now. Okay, great. Okay, great. So I really think that um, Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm did the world a huge ass favor (laughs) by releasing her album when she did because, and I'm not like a Swifty, like I'm not crazy T Swift fan. However, this album is like a little bit of Dixie chicks, a little bit of like emojin heap, a little bit of 
old school T-Swift. And just like this. Um, do you not know who Emojin Heap is? Nope. Okay. I'll send you some links. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm sorry to have interrupted uh, your, your train of thought there. Maybe I wasn't no, I the only one and now you need to tell everybody who they are. Well, you can do that later. It's just, um, you know what movie you would know a song from? On the Holiday. One of their songs is on the Holiday soundtrack. Okay. I'm sure I know it then. You would know it. Okay. I go on. I can give you guys a whole, and Sigur Rós. I don't know how that's how you say it, but that's like my go-to calm Zen music when I need to like focus. Anyways, besides the point. I feel like we haven't had an album that has been like a storytelling can kind of relate to at least one or two of the songs in some way slash calm, serene, make you just like take a breath album for a really long time. And that makes me sad for our youth because I feel like we had a lot of good albums like that growing up. And I have vivid memories of like listening to Dixie Chicks. I've told you guys this before, eating mini gummy bears on the floor of my bedroom crying. <laughs> like going through a high school breakup you know it's just absolutely you know those albums that just anyways besides the Dawson's Creek album did you ever listen to it no it that was me with like I also loved the Dixie Chicks in high school but that was me but I don't remember the Um, sidebar did you know they renamed themselves I heard something about it they're just the chicks now the chicks and they have a new album also which I have not really dug into but I will anyways besides the point T Swift this album it deserves all the hype it is getting because holy crap everyone needed to take a collective oh yes yes we all do yes and like just listen to an album for 45 minutes and find some zen remove yourself from your current life situation time that is magic sounding magical Taylor Swift, I really appreciate you. In I have not even moment. listened, so I'm gonna. Oh my gosh. I've just about memorized every song and sung them on all my dog walks, so my neighbors probably hear me singing out loud with my earpods on. Well, then I'll get right to it because yeah. that I I can't live in a world where where you know all the lyrics and I don't. <laughs> it's, and I love Taylor Swift, too, also. So All right. So There's my recommendation and my thank you to T-Swift. So all of this stuff, it's all going on. And we want to do everything and anything. Yeah, but but we can we can do we can we can do anything and we can do everything. We just can't do anything and everything all at the same time and come out with the results that that we deserve because we really couldn't have worked that hard for them because we're taking on too many things and not you know everything deserves maybe not as much attention as the next thing. But that's kind of the point. Like you, like you, we just have to slow down in the sense that we're, we're all going to just go insane if, if we don't. And that's yeah. not good. And I feel like we're excellent multitaskers, like unlike my husband. <laughs> don't even, let's not get started. Okay. Um, but multitasking is a talent when you're listening to us on our podcast while you're unloading the dishwasher or you're listening, you know, when you don't really have to focus on something, obviously this is very important. Five stars, five stars. (laughs) When you don't really have to put so much importance on something, but all these things happening in our country and our lives right now are too important 
to juggle at the same time. Like, it's too important to juggle inequalities with COVID, with kids back to school, with politics. Like, I mean, I know it's all intertwined. I get that. But if we are juggling all these really heavy, big topics, we're not giving any set topic the importance it deserves and the impact you could really make with it. Yeah. It's such a disservice to the kind of life that CB and I both want everybody to live and that we want to live, which is, you know, a beautiful balance of, I mean, it's obviously about so much more than just kindness and loving. And I mean, there's so many things. Yeah. And especially on social media right now, like so much of this information needs to be seen and heard and listened to. But it's like, I I can't keep up on any one thing. So I feel like I'm like just scratching the surface of multiple topics instead of being able to really invest fully in something. And I'm so appreciative for all the information on social media, but I think if we think that we can dig into everything all at the same time, we're setting ourselves up to majorly fail. So we need to like slow down and like take a breath. Yeah. And that does not mean slow down like your work and like activism and any of this stuff. It just means like avoid this burnout and overwhelm that you could be facing if you're trying to do it all too much. And, and also because everything is getting thrown at us digitally and online and social media, sometimes I feel like we're probably, they're like plates that we don't have time, but we get really frustrated or angry and we have certain feelings, but we don't address them because you have to move on to the next thing. So you just like keep stacking these plates up without even knowing. And then all of a sudden it's hard. It's hard to like, take a deep breath. It's hard. And you wonder why you're so stressed, but I just feel like we, oh, the world is just, it's awesome, but it's also just, I'm looking at myself in FaceTime with my hood up and it's ridiculous. <laughs> I love <But> it. <laughs> what you, everything you just said, I don't know what the answer is about social media. And it's great for us to be passionate and be frustrated and disagree so that we can figure out how we can, you know, present how we feel should we want to present how we feel. But it's just all so much at once. And I think the biggest thing. And it's just so like constantly changing. so hard to keep up. Where I feel like the world just like shut off feelings of Black Lives Matter. I mean, I know they did not. But on social media, everyone was like, yes, let's make a difference. And suddenly it's like, boom, next topic. Where I'm like five books into anti-racism and I'm like, where did this go? Like what? where did you all go right now? And I get having multiple things to like talk about and discuss, but I feel like, did we like cut our momentum short because we're in this world where it's like squirrel, 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 you know, and all the squirrels are important. But I just feel like, I don't know. Maybe you feel the same way. Maybe you totally don't, but I feel like I wasn't even 
fully dug in before we were on to the next thing. Right. And so, yeah, how, how to solve that? I, I, I think finding a way to slow down and find our center and realize what gives us that like space and energy to refocus and re-gear in. Um, I think definitely when you were talking about like social media and deciding if you want to debate someone or whatever, stoicism is huge here. You guys know I've talked about the Daily Stoic about a million times. I'm telling you guys, even if you don't buy the book, follow that social media channel or get the newsletters. Practicing this like mindful control of our emotions and reactions has been so huge in my life. And to not react and then spiral. Mm -hmm. So like maybe the choice is take a break from social media or hide people who like aren't worth arguing with. Like if they're just there to argue, what's the point? All it's going to do is send your blood pressure through the roof and you're not going to have made a difference. It's like in the episode with Natalie a few episodes back, how to have difficult conversations. You know, some people are just there to fight and argue and spew and want to be right. And they don't really have any interest in hearing your opinion anyways. So maybe hide some of those people in your life or practice walking away from certain things because it just turns you into like the worst version yeah. of yourself. And did you really get anywhere or make progress? Or did you just fight with someone on the internet and get stressed for an hour of your life and then nothing's changed? Man. Whew. Probably. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think not letting like an outer person or event controlling your emotions and your reactions. And maybe that means like cutting it off and not looking at something. Um, Dave Hollis, he posted this thing about the storm quote by Stephen Furtick. And he said, it's not the first storm that gets people. It's the secondary storm that people create that takes them down. So the way we react to the storm we didn't see coming leads to our demise. And I thought it was so good because here's the first storm, whatever it may be. COVID, sure. The second storm is our reaction, what we've like created that destroys mm -hmm. us. I'm like, if you could just weather the first storm in like a non-reactive, non-out-of-control way, we can get through something a lot better. I think, yeah, that's that's proven. And even just the simplest of relationships, it's proven that if you, you know slow down instead of and like take a breath and don't not overreact even but just immediately react you're doing yourself mm -hmm. a disservice and you're doing the person or the thing a disservice too because nobody or nothing is getting the benefit of the doubt and and you're not really allowing yourself to learn from this thing that you most likely would learn from otherwise and how unfortunate if you know, if something bad happens and we don't learn from it, that's on us. So practicing 
not being reactive, practicing, you know, taking a beat in a heated conversation with your spouse. Or it's like when your kid's learning to walk and they fall down and you're like, jump and oh my gosh. And that makes your kid cry. Not even, it's not the falling down that made them cry. It's your reaction to what happened that made them cry. It's like the reaction sometimes is what causes a lot of the problems. Amen. Not the actual thing. Or you were talking before about like the email that you want to type out. I mean, I've done that. You've done that. If you're listening, I'm sure you've probably, you know, gotten really heated about something and drafted an email, maybe to a person or maybe just to get your thoughts out and said, I'm going to sleep on it, which was probably a good choice because you're going to feel differently about it tomorrow. You will have calmed down. You'll be more rational, more reasonable. And, you know, or maybe you said a lot, but not enough. And it does need to be taken that far, but you have to give yourself the time to fully process it because the feelings that we feel in the immediate aftermath of something that angers us, those are just our body's way of like defending it, defending us. And it's not necessarily, you know, how you really truly feel. And you might not even know all sides. I mean, you really, we all have to do a little bit more research or, or, or give people the benefit of the doubt more. Take a chill pill. Yeah. I think really like not everything has to be an immediate thing. Like, do you remember that challenge accepted thing Oh yeah. on Instagram, the black and white photos and everyone just did it without like really researching it, which I get it. It was just seemed like a positive, empowering thing. And then turns out like there was so much more to it to begin with, but someone just takes something and plays this game of telephone. And then, oh, we're all posting this thing, which in and of itself felt like a girl's popularity contest to me. Like, but don't get me started. That's not even the point of it. (laughs) But the point of it was this horrific femicide and everyone's so quick to react to something that we didn't even take the time to research why we're even doing this. It's an unpleasant feeling. Like this is kind of silly, but yesterday I had an 8 a.m. Pilates um, appointment and I had asked my oldest who is 16, I said, I'm going to have you set your alarm and I'm going to have you be with the kids. And he agreed to it. And he said, how long will you be gone? And I said, just about an hour. And so then the next day he didn't set his alarm, which made me mad. And then I went up to get him and he said, well, how long are you going to be gone? And I kind of was like, it doesn't matter because you didn't listen to me last night, but I thought about it and I felt bad about how I reacted to him being a 16 year old groggy. Um, I mean, that's a whole nother story, but I was not, it did not make me feel good to react that way. So when I got home, I apologized. And I said, you know, the reason that it upset me that you asked me that is because we went over it the night before and then you didn't do what I asked you to do. And he was like, well, yeah, that's understandable. But if I hadn't apologized, I mean, this is something that we are personally working on, but that is, that is the way it is in life with not just your 16 year old, but we just, we want to be right. And that's, 
normal. But but it's so much more important to be a good, kind, nice person than it is to be right. And it's also more important to actually be right than to just think you're right. And that requires a lot more than just stating what you think or feel. So when you say slow down, it sounds like such a generic tip, but it, it means so many things. Yeah. Just giving the moment a breath before you react, before you respond, before you take action and maybe get it wrong, just take a breath or read up on something or don't repost the article that like was from 2018 to get people riled up because you didn't actually read the freaking article. (laughs) Right. It's just all these little things that it's like, just take a beat. Like what's our goal? And Natalie talked about this in that conversations podcast we did. What's your ultimate goal in doing this? Like my goal is to hopefully make a difference in some of these things in our world. But if I can't do any of it well, then what's right. Why? You know, there are going to be times when a semi immediate reaction is the only option. And Mm -hmm. in that I think it's really fair for for us to say something like how I am feeling does not align with who I am or what I know I want to articulate. Could could I have just a little bit of time? Like it's it's not a problem to ask for a little bit of time mm-hmm. if it means getting it right and and doing it right. So I think slow down, breathe, yeah. you know, just explain, you know, and if you explain that to people, then they'll understand. And if you want people to listen to you, then you have to listen. I have to listen. We all have to listen. Um, so is everybody following along with the tips? (laughs) Hopefully I was, I heard on another podcast again. Oh my gosh. I really got to start referencing all of these when I hear them, but they said people just so quickly want to answer because they think it makes them seem smarter if they just have an answer right away. But most of the time when people actually take a minute and say like, can I have a minute to digest that and think about my answer? It shows way more, you know, power, education, I don't know, whatever it may be. Yes. Cause you're holding yourself back what you, and you're digesting. And now I'm going to give you a well thought out response, not just whatever, Right. out of my mouth. Which is most likely it's so not good. what what you wish you would have said. <laughs> right. Right. So with that, we're slowing down. We're taking a breath. We're controlling our reactions. Find stillness. So what are the things that like really bring you peace and calm in life? And then do more of that. Is it reading a book? Is it going and sitting by the lake or the beach or whatever? Is it listening to a Taylor Swift album? You know, what are those things that get you back to center? Because sometimes we spiral and we're like in this tornado of crazy. And then it's like, okay, stop. Yeah. And I'm so interested in what other people do to find their center. I actually posted about it on our uh, Instagram the other day. And some people said just sitting outside and listening to the birds while drinking coffee in the morning. And I know a lot of people like exercise yoga. I actually was talking to my acupuncturist yesterday and she said, so when your mind is all crazy, like 
or you're ang- anxious or panic attacky, do you just need to go to like a dark, quiet room? And I'm like, no, because then my mind plays mm-hmm. tricks on me. <laughs> and I don't trust my mind in that moment. So I need to go listen to something yeah. else totally different. Like listen to a workout class or listen to music or someone else's like, I need someone else mm-hmm. to interfere to intercept my thoughts so that I stop believing everything that comes to my yeah, mind at that moment. Totally. But I bet there are some people who like rock out or like head, oh, head yeah. bang in the car or like, I don't yes. know, just like crazy things. I mean, sometimes I, I think to calm down, you have to get riled up. And so maybe there's like, you know, I'm, I just think it would be really, really cool and interesting to learn about what everybody does because it's just, well, everyone, you should tell us what you do to find yourself, to recenter yourself, to kind of bring yourself back down from that chaotic, stressful, angry, Mm -hmm. reactive place. What are the things you do to like, boom, the snowstorm is spiraling and frozen one and then all of a sudden she thinks Elsa dies and it's like the storm's gone even though that was like a really horrific it's not her centering herself or being calm at all so not a good analogy but you see the storm spiraling and then it all I can especially see it because of the gestures that CB is doing with her hands I'm really sorry for everybody else (laughs) who cannot but yeah and your your point is Yes. So what are those things? And if you don't know what they are, test out some things, like write it down. I feel like I'm like, Oh, here's my four go-to albums to listen to, or I can go do this or I can try this. But if I'm not going to test them out, I'm not going to know what's really working. Amen. I mean, it could be like hanging out with friends, even though we're not totally hanging out, but like kind of hanging out doing something, just talking to someone and, you know, just find your thing. What's going to center you guys. And then be super intentional with what you're giving your energy to. So am I giving my energy to this person on the internet? Am I giving my energy to my child who is stressing me out right now? Am I giving my energy to my husband who can't multitask? (laughs) You know, where's your energy going? Because we want to use all this wonderful energy we can create to make a difference in our world. But if we're wasting that energy on this mindless stress on the internet, then we're not making any difference in the world. No, are we're we? not. And it's just a vicious cycle that it's really in our hands. I mean, not everything that happens is in our hands, but how we decide to react and then an immediate reaction. There's also this thing called an apology. You can always apologize and say, and I've thought about it. And actually, I'd like to share with you how I really feel. Oh my gosh. Hold on. Did you see that TikTok? I don't go on TikTok, but I saw it reposted a bunch of times. It's this girl who sings on her piano and then her dad in the background is commentating commenting so she's like it's too late to apologize and he's like who taught you that it's never oh too late to apologize and he's, he gives commentary on all the songs she's singing oh it's so I have got funny. to find that and you know what I have not really thought about it that much in my 36 years of life but I just think apologies are beautiful 
Totally. And that's all. That's all yeah. there is to it. And that's I mean, let's avoid doing and saying things that we need to apologize for by practicing the things that we've talked about. But because we're human yeah, and we all make mistakes, mm-hmm. we might as well learn from them. And then we might as well make them in. And be a model of it for right. our kids because our kids are never going to learn how to apologize if we can't learn how to apologize to them. Oh, yeah. Especially with school right now. Like I could waste so much energy reading the thread of moms bickering about school decisions and which one's wrong or right or best for them or whatever. And then I literally need to take a nap (laughs) because it's like in the beginning, I want to get out my popcorn and be like, this is hilarious. But then you're like, oh my gosh, I am so emotionally, mentally, physically drained from doing nothing. So I've exerted all my energy on reading Mm -hmm. this nonsense instead of pouring my energy into something that can really make a difference. So be intentional. Where are you pouring your energy into? And take it out of the places that it's not doing anything for you or for anyone else. Bickering online isn't doing anything for you or for anyone else. But signing petitions, calling you know, your legislators, donating to organizations, setting up your kid's school to be like a stress-free environment for them, you know, doing other things can actually make a difference right now versus a lot of the things we're caught up in doing. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I think these little things, slowing down, taking a breath, don't be reactive, practice stillness, and then being intentional with your energy This can all support us to dive into these huge things that we really need to change in our world. And in the dissenters podcast, I've mentioned before with Deborah Messing, um, she said, you don't need to know everything to start. So even if you feel like some of these topics are so big that I can't, I don't even know what to do or how to make a difference. She said, find the people that are doing the work. And support those people. And by supporting them and learning from them, you make a difference. And so it's like, find the people who are doing the stuff well that you want to learn from. And you will make a difference by learning from them and following them and supporting their efforts until you feel, okay, wow, I can even make a bigger difference now because I've learned so much. So you have all this energy now to pour into yeah. these big you things. You can then shape how you want to make an impact. It might just take some time. And then you never know. I mean, there's something that we are all well-versed on or are very passionate about that might not be a big topic right now, but might become one. And so just hold on to your passion and passions. Because hold on, Phil. Yeah, what you day. might be teaching <laughs> other people about something Uh, important so don't don't discount yourself just because you have to start somewhere now but it seems impossible until it's done I always tell myself that especially when I'm doing laundry and then it's done and then it feels so good but to begin you have to just begin even like you said if you don't know where to begin that's a great starting point and a great admittance and a great acknowledgement um but it doesn't mean that you shouldn't do it just because you don't know where to begin. 
simpatico. Uh, yes. So I just think everything is going to continue to get more chaotic, mm-hmm. more hectic, more heavy, he- more heavy, heavier, more stressful as these next few months happen. And if we cannot, you know, take some of these tips and be able to handle these storms that come, <laughs> it it's going to be a disaster, <laughs> for lack of better, better phrasing. I feel like you wanted to say so many other things. So many other things. Uh, so hopefully these tips help you kind of gear up your energy for the next couple of months of insanity and... Yeah. One last tip, and we talk about this all the time, but in the midst of all of these things that you can practice and get better at, um, always remember to be grateful and find gratitude. That's a great way to center yourself too. So um, and that's, that's all she wrote. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay, guys, tell us what centers you. Make sure you rate and review our podcast. It totally helps us do what we do and share good news, share this podcast with a friend, all the good stuff to support us so we can support you, hopefully. Hopefully. (laughs) Beautiful cycle of love and growth. A non-vicious cycle. (laughs) A non-vicious cycle. I like that. All right, guys. We will talk to you soon. Bye.